Hello and welcome to the Fit 47 podcast. I am one of your coaches, Amelia. And I am your other coach, Chloe. Our goal of Fit 47 is to support you, educate you and empower you to live a healthier, happier lifestyle so you can become the best version of yourself. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with somebody else you think would enjoy it too. This will help us help more women just like you. Hi girls and welcome to today's check-in. So you have just completed week two of the programme and we've absolutely loved reading your form. I love this time of year. I feel actually like it's a love-hate relationship because I have like no social life the whole way through the year. Chloe's a big ball. Oh, I just love, I love staying in. Like I yeah. love not more than being at home and comfortable. And then I've had, last weekend I had like, two social things on the weekend just gone I had two social things on and I have got no plans this weekend and I can't I can't never can't wait yeah yeah because as fun as it is I feel drained like like I have a boss time really enjoy seeing the people and doing things that I wouldn't only do like I was at a um, like a gig like a tribute act on Friday which was lovely but like even the drinking because I'm not used to doing it I end up feeling like proper tired yeah, because I'm yeah, getting yeah. older I feel like a couple of drinks gives me like a hangover like I've I've drank yeah. like, gallons of ale when I haven't so yeah, I didn't I didn't drink on the weekend but I was the same like I had Friday went and done some Christmas shopping with my mum and my sister at Cheshire Oaks um which I always feel Cheshire Oaks for girls is rubbish but Mike I got Michael quite a few yeah. bits and things uh, which he knows about by the way not Christmas presents um and then Saturday I what's his new Saturday day? Oh, I went to the Christmas market with Michael and Jason again. We had a little shopping day in town, and I went to see Sophia Lespectres at oh, night. Did, yeah. So my mum, look, I don't know if anyone seen this over like COVID, but she done um a kitchen disco, and it was actually she's dead good, you know, like she's a really good singer. <laughs> and my mum loved it. So last year we got a ticket to go and see her, and then this year we got a ticket, and she was on in the Philharmonic in town. But because we where my mum and sister live and then I live like well half an hour away so I was like I'm just gonna drive it's easier um so yeah it was that good and then Sunday we spent it in Michael's mum so having a chill yeah I love it because I get to see like obviously spend time with Michael and Jason and my mum and my sister and stuff so it, it is I love this time here it just feels like I don't know I feel like spending time with people like this time here yeah it feels mm-hmm. like more special I think it does um it does. and I know that a lot of the girls have been saying the same on the forms like they've had loads of Different things going on, works, nights out. Um, one of the girls, Lauren, went to the Christmas markets abroad and things like that. So, yeah, yeah it's it's dead nice to see. So we will start off with some wins from some of the girls. So Olivia said, going to the gym while on holiday and being mindful of what I was eating too. So that is a really big win and really good, especially this time of year as well. Like, obviously, it's good any time you're going to the gym while you're on holiday, but I just think a lot of people do switch off this time of year, don't they, so? Yeah, well done. So, um, Lan has said, celebrated my birthday weekend in York and definitely wasn't mindful on what I was eating and drinking, but when it came to Wednesday's weigh-in, I basically weighed, um, I was basically the same weight, so very happy. Also went out on Saturday in a quite revealing dress and actually felt nice and not self-conscious, so thank you, girls. Yeah, and she, she looked, looked amazing. Yeah, I bet she was like, "Oh my god, you look unbelievable!" Um, I loved the dress as well. Like she looked yeah. gorgeous, didn't she? And I know that she went to York for a birthday, and I just think, like, when it's your birthday, you don't. Even though she said she wasn't mindful, 
you don't have to necessarily be thinking of like, oh, is this got protein? Oh, but because you've got them habits there now, you naturally pick things that are maybe a little bit better without even realizing it. So she obviously did because when she's weighed on the scale, she's the same. So without realizing it, she's still eating at a maintenance calorie issue. Yeah. And when you work on your relationship with food as well, which whether you are intentionally doing it or not, we do encourage this throughout the program Mm. because you allow yourself treats and things like that throughout the week and they're not off limits you probably don't go as overboard as as you would have done in the past so in the past when you say oh I can't have chocolate and I'm not allowed to drink then when you do have some you're just like having as much of it as you can whereas when you've improved that relationship with food with alcohol things like that you find you enjoy it but without needing as much which is obviously why you've maintained the same weight yeah exactly that is actually a really good point because probably when you restricted it you were like, oh my God, I can't have cocktails. So like, I'm going to have 10. And then now you're like, oh, well, I know I can have them, but I don't really want them, so I'm just going to have two. And mm-hmm. that's, that is the different sort of thing. So yeah, that's true that. Lydia said, making it to the gym three times while having such a busy week. So well done, Lyd, making sure that you're prioritizing it as well. Yeah, well done. Sue said, seeing her weight going down. I just wanted to mention this because obviously weight going down on the scales is absolutely amazing when anybody has got a fat loss goal. But when it comes to Monday, I have noticed just through um, looking on trainer eyes, a few of us have had little fluctuations up today. And I just want to say, please ignore it. Don't let it get into your head. Don't let it make you feel like anything's gone backwards. If you have eaten a little bit differently, drank a bit differently, done a different amount of like exercise and steps. If you've just done things a little bit out of your routine over the weekend, which most of us do, Mm. you tend to eat a certain way through the week and you enjoy things a little bit more of a weekend. There's so many different reasons why the scales can fluctuate and it will come back down and just keep going. Don't let a jump up. I'm just conscious of with us being like early into this program and with a few people being new, I don't want the fluctuations to put you off. It's a normal part of the process. Your weight will always fluctuate whether you're trying to lose weight or not. And this is why we get you to weigh in more than once a week as well. Because that fluctuation, you weigh in, say this morning, that's gone up. That could then put you into fuck it mood. But if you just carry on and then weigh in again Wednesday, you know, staying on track and everything. And most of the time that weight then comes down and then by Friday it comes down even more, but then fluctuations up. It's not the scales, it's how you react to them. And you've got to remember that. Yeah. Um, okay. And then Helen Kenny has said completed all three workouts. So another one getting all three workouts in. So well done, Helen. That's amazing. I really love seeing that people are doing the workouts this time of year because it's one of the things that people easily sort of let slip. You put it in a nicer way than me. <laughs> I was going to say, fuck off. <laughs> so much more polite, Claire. Um, And then Rosie said, had a fab weekend with a long distance friend and her baby girl. Still went to the gym three times, Rosie. Unbelievable. Despite feeling really rubbish. Fab. Love so, not great that you were feeling rubbish, but great that you got to the gym three times and, and you've done that too. Three of the girls are saying that they still got all the three workouts in. So well done, girls. Yes, please don't feel disheartened if you are listening to this and listening to everybody else get the three workouts in. I promise you now, there's different times throughout the year where those girls will will have not will not have got yeah. all workouts in, and each week is different for everybody. Um, different times of the year are different for everybody. What you really need to ask yourself is, could I have done more? Is there a time where I chose to sit on the couch instead of going to the gym? Yeah, and then. 
make that change moving into this week. I'll be honest, girls. I only went to the gym once last week, and where Chloe just said, "Is the time I could have done more?" Yeah, I could have. I could have went and done my Wednesday workout, but I chose not to because I was really, really tired. And I probably could have gone and done it, but I did let that little voice in my head go, mm, you know, just have a little little sit on the couch and have a little chill. I didn't I didn't really chill because I was doing work and whatever, but I chose not to go to the gym. So I just want to say that because I want people to understand that, you know, we are only human. We're not perfect. We don't, you know, always get our way out and we don't always get our steps and we are just human as well. Um. So yeah, I just wanted to, yeah. to point that out. I only went once this last week, but that's made me more determined for this week. I'm going to get three workouts in. Yeah. So starting off with our struggles, going through, we like colour coordinate everything. And it's a lot about nutrition, but that's normal for this time of year, I think, because people are going out and, yeah. and eating out and stuff like that. Um, And a lot about like mindset, again, normal this time of year, because a lot of people struggle because of the weather. And it's being dark of a morning, dark of an evening. Like, it, these are the normal sorts of things that are coming up. So Olivia said, saying no to alcohol while away. So that was her biggest struggle. And also, we asked the question, how do you feel your diet has gone? She said, not the best, well, food-wise, but also not as bad as it could have been or would have been in the past. Just need to get back into usual routine and smash it next week. So... Saying no to alcohol this time of year can be hard, and especially if she was away on holiday. So maybe you've been a bit mindful. I thought, I don't want to drink as much, but also, you know, I am away. So that can be a little bit of a battle, can't it? Because sometimes when you're away and it's like 11 o'clock and you go, oh, should we just have a little whatever your drink is? And you just do. But if it was a normal 11 o'clock on like a Wednesday, you wouldn't you do wouldn't. it. Do you know what I mean? So that can be hard. And also, I like the way she said, though, it's not as it's it wasn't the best, but it's not as bad as it could have been or would have been in the past. So that shows that the, there is improvements there. Yeah. But obviously, Olivia realizes that wasn't her best week, probably, and it could have been a little bit better food wise. I think it's really important to pay attention to what is going on. So in in your life, you may have a, a goal, and your overall goal might be fat loss. But this week, if you were going on holiday, well, your goal this week may not actually be to drop on the scales this week. It might just be to maintain and go away and have a nice time and enjoy a couple of drinks, but without going overboard. So not that it necessarily needs to be to say no to alcohol as in like, no, you can't have any. But yeah, just be a little bit more mindful of, well, maybe in the past I would have gone, which clearly you've said, because it's not as bad as it would have been in the past. In the past, you may have just had gone yeah into fuck it mode, like you said yeah, before, yeah, yeah. and just add anything and everything, and maybe just practice being a little bit more mindful of do you know what? Like I enjoyed that drink. Do I actually want another one, or am I having one for the sake, sake of, of having it. another one? Yeah, defo. And then Imogen has said, I returned to a few old habits when I knew I had alternatives in the freezer. So this can be that anyone can feel like this. I think in the way of like. You know, you do get them times where you're like, oh, I know I've got better stuff there that I could I could eat, but I can't really be bothered. So I am just going to get a takeaway order. And I think it, it, it can be normal to feel like that, but it's the fact that Imogen's now highlighted it and she's aware of it. And then when you're aware of something, that's when you can change it. But if you're not aware of it and you're not highlighting it as an, maybe a little bit of an issue, then you can't change it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And if we are being completely honest, 
Last Thursday, I was working. Oh, here we go. I was working in the gym, like confession time. Yeah. I was working in the gym till late. Confessions um, of a PT. And Sophie brought me in a packet of, do you know, the animal biscuits? But oh, it's yeah. like the Christmas edition ones with like little snowmen and little reindeers in. Um, and then Richard rang to say he was going to stay in his mum's because the traffic was so bad coming home from work. So I got through the door. He was home on my own. And I was like... I'm just going to finish the box of them biscuits and then <laughs> the, the biscuits the and then went to bed and, and that was that was my tea. But I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Knew it wasn't the most nutritious. Really couldn't be bothered cooking me tea. But then the next day, I made sure I was like, okay, like that can't be a recurring thing. Like yeah. that's got to be a once in a blue moon because I was genuinely just being really lazy. I could have made something better yeah. and I just chose to eat the biscuits and go yeah. to bed. And I think it's you need to understand, like, we all have these days and we all have these times that, like, just want to eat the biscuits and go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, And it happens, you know what I mean? But the point is, is what do you do the next day? So it's not, like... It's not the the action that you take at the time. It's the follow-up actions after it. So yeah. Chloe got back onto it the next day. I get, you know, I'm going to make sure to get me three workouts in this week. It's, you know, acknowledging it and yeah. then moving on from it. We like to say that you are a result of your actions over a period of time. And that's mm-hmm. why on this programme, we're trying to teach you things that you can go away and do most of the time for the rest of your life. It's the real reason we don't support quick, short, snappy, low-calorie, starve-yourself diets because once you come off that and go back to overeating, then that's when you're going to pile all the weight back on. So it is just asking yourself, well, what do I do most of the time? And if if this is a one-off thing and it is literally one out of however many days Mm -hmm. of the year, fine. But if it's something you're doing on the regular, then that's where you need to start um, paying attention to those things and trying to change it and to get like specific about um, returning to old habits when there are alternatives in the freezer like there's not if it's freezer meals that you're eating like there's nothing inherently like bad about those you can have more healthy freezer meals than others freezer meals are actually really handy in terms of things not going to waste because a lot of the time if you buy fresh stuff and you don't need fresh stuff it goes off and I hate wasting food but you could always think, even if you haven't one of those meals, you could add to it. So just think about adding some like frozen veg, like boil that and add that with it. And then you're having like more nutrients in there yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. You can make that meal a bit better. Yeah, definitely. So Lanmia said, I haven't tracked at all, really. Don't think I've overate in the week at all, but don't think I've hit my calorie goal. Also, definitely haven't hit my protein. So, you know, she's been away for a birthday and things like that so we wouldn't expect people to track while they're away but this is the thing is like like chloe's just said you're a result of your actions over time so if that's just one week out of you know lanny's been with us since june and she's been on it do you know what i mean there might have been the odd week here and there that she hasn't tracked but over if you if you added it up there might be about four weeks out of the whole time yeah. that she hasn't maybe tracked you know what I mean mm-hmm. maybe not even that so it's the result of what you do most of the time not just that one little week that you didn't track or that one little meal that you know maybe wasn't as nutritious um but going back to like habits when you are trying to change habits you you're not going to do it in a short space of time like for Imogen she's new to the program so it is going to take her a little bit longer. You know, she's only in week two trying mm-hmm. to change her habits. Lanry's been with us since June, so it's going to be a little bit easier for Lanry to sort of change their habits and maybe get back on track a little bit sooner. Um, 
but you know it's not the end of the world if you don't track if you've been doing it for a significant like amount of time if that makes sense yeah and but even saying that I don't really track my foods anymore and I'm sure you don't really yeah. track yours but there are times that I do have to say right do you know what I'm gonna have a week of tracking here to hold myself accountable mm-hmm. again because it can be really easy that once those old habits do start creeping in and the good ones that you've spent like so long trying to build up if you let them slip for a little bit if you let the the days turn into weeks then turn mm. into months you are going to end up falling back into your old routine and letting all those bad habits that got you to a place that you didn't want to be like creep in again they and are you... always I just think they are always like sort of there lurking aren't yeah, they definitely. like you're not going to ever completely undo them nobody's perfect so you know what you are going to have these little habits that creep back in every now and again even things like you know maybe you say I don't want to go on my phone anymore before bed but then you have the odd night where you end up on your phone but it's not like a bad thing but you just have to recognize it so that it can be changed but if you're not recognizing it it can't be changed yeah. but Lana said that herself and even on the next little bit she said yeah. that she needs to start tracking again and make sure that she's planning her food so that she's able to hit her protein because that's definitely took a bash and obviously I know we all know that protein is there to keep you fuller for longer but once you fall out of the habit of having your protein high you'll start feeling the knock-on effect of being hungrier yeah. and then you're probably going to end up reaching towards foods that aren't like the most ideal when you've when you've got a goal in mind and then that's where like that downward little like spiral can kind of come from so yeah calling yourself out on it and then just getting yourself back to it to back on track as soon as you can is definitely key yeah Lydia said probably hitting my protein target to be honest some days I planned my meals and was fine but there's quite been quite a a lot this week where I've skipped a dinner or tea and not eaten the most healthy meals the house is full of snacks I'm not gonna have to I'm gonna have to lock them in the cupboard (laughs) so we've said this before like if you've got snacks and things it's fine to have them but if you're leaning towards having snacks and missing meals which means that you won't hit your protein which means that you're going to be hungrier so you're going to eat more snacks and it's all that like knock on effect isn't it yeah put them in a cupboard put them in a box in a cupboard high up so like there's more um like resistance resistance, to, to getting them and if you are missing your breakfast or your dinner or your tea, you are going to find it harder. So say you are are trying to hit 100 grams of protein just because it's easy for me to work out. You've got three meals to do that over, but you miss one. That means you're going to have to get 50 grams of protein in each meal, which is going to be harder to do. And it's going to be harder to eat as well because 50 grams of protein is a lot. It's going to be a lot more filling. Um, So you want to aim to try and do it over your three meals and even possibly one snack, which makes it a lot easier. You know, 25 grams in each sort of thing um so yeah just try not to skip meals and go for snacks snacks should be there to like in in between your meals not instead of meals but it can be hard when you're busy but then also sorry to just (laughs) just carry on um when you are busy try and look for things i don't realize the other day all the things that i buy from aldi that make my life easier how quick was it for me to make that dinner then oh so quick so it literally took me 15 minutes because I put salmon in the air fryer for 15 minutes and while that was doing I made some rice and veg threw all that together and made a bit of a a egg fried rice in the pan and so it was literally took me 15 minutes which isn't long and it was gorgeous it was dead filling wasn't it Claire yeah it was good (laughs) (laughs) as I said before how gorgeous it was wasn't it to, to be even quicker 
then that if you wanted to you could buy ready cooked salmon or you could buy ready cooked chicken if you haven't got or even if you were out on the go you could it doesn't have to be something that goes in the microwave you could make yourself a wrap that's ready made but if you're not prepared it's that whole fail to prepare you're not prepared to fail you always forget that I always get that one wrong but the snacks are there because you'd have them because you're like, oh, these are quick and convenient. So start doing that with like your things that you can have for lunch. Like you say, buy cooked salmon, buy cooked meat, buy like them veg packs that we get that are literally just throw in the microwave. You can buy all kinds of stuff now that is just ready so quickly so that you don't need to reach the snacks because it's just as quick to make yeah. your dinner. Do you know, and what, do you know mean? what? When you start actually making your meals filling, like when, when your meals actually fill you and then you're not, after you've eaten, thinking of when your next meal is or mm. constantly like, oh, well, shall I have this snack if I have this now? Like, will I be hungry? I, like, I hate that. I hate being completely preoccupied with by food. food. And I am. If I haven't eaten enough, if I've not made me meal full of protein, full of veg, if you can make them meals good enough, filling enough, then you don't even think about food until it's closer to your next meal. It it frees up so much brain energy. Yeah, definitely. Just seeing it, did um, Liz say anything else about that? No. Okay, so Sue said, I think it's gone okay until the weekend. Had a family visiting and birthday party, so I've indulged, but but then have been mindful of what I've had. Eating and drinking, even got mad like I know. Sorry. I haven't read that right, have I? Haven't gone mad like I normally would. So this is a good thing that, like Sue said, is a lot of people notice this. When they are being more mindful of their foods, they don't overindulge or, like Sue said, gone mad like I normally would. And a lot of people say this Mm -hmm. because they're more mindful of it. And what I would ask Sue would be, okay, so you were being more mindful. You still went to the family party. You still saw, saw all the family did you have a nice time? Mm. Do you think you would have had a better time if you'd have ate more food and, and yeah. drank more? Or do you think the night still would have felt the same? Because I'm willing to bet that the laugh and the good time that you had with people, I actually know they um, were at a silent disco. I know, I've seen so, that like, actually, yeah. I know they were having a good time. And the food, obviously, we all like a bit of food, but is that the staple part of the of the get together or was it the being with people and having a good time and I like when people have this kind of realization because haven't gone mad like I normally would and then you realize okay I don't, don't need, need to, to go mad to have yeah, a nice yeah. time yeah and if you actually look at Sue's win a weight's gone down yeah so being more mindful has definitely helped Laura Curtin said <laughs> bad need to start tracking again this week and meeting targets so one of the one of the well not one off because there's only one thing that we've asked everybody to do but we have a weekly focus in our group so the weekly focus this week is for everybody to hit as many of their habits or targets as they can um and that's what i want laura to do because we've done that because the habits that we set everybody are there for a reason you have a non-negotiable goal and then you have an optimal goal. So for instance, for your protein, your non-negotiable might be 100 gram, but your optimal is 120 gram. And we do that because we want you to be hitting the non-negotiable no matter what. That's why it's non-negotiable. Optimal, we would like you to do. That's what we'd like you to hit. But we understand that might not be doable every single day for, for each person. So what we're asking you to do is try and just stay in them ranges and take as many of them habits off each day this week. So once you've done that for a week, it's easier to carry that on mm-hmm. through the other weeks. Yeah. So definitely get involved with that law. We've asked everybody to 
you know, screenshot and, and put it in when they've hit the habits. But don't anybody compare themselves to anybody else. Don't feel bad if you're not doing it. Remember, everybody's life is different. And then people that are doing it now might, you know, or are doing it every day, might struggle at other weeks. So don't always compare yourself and just do your best, focus on you, but try and get them targets hit this week. And like you say, Lord, get tracking again. Yeah, so Emma has said she... In terms of nutrition, she lost control from Thursday and um, Friday in regards to tracking. She said it was going fine until Friday evening. I just need to change my mindset back to the first week. I was so strict and had so much willpower. I lost that this week. I'm, I'm actually quite glad that this has come up, to be honest, because the first week on anything, so any program that you join, anytime you start a diet, anytime that you join the gym, the first week, is you're always going to feel motivated because it's that mm. first initial giving something a go. It's all exciting because you're making these new changes. There's things to do with logging on your app. There's workouts to follow. And we get it. And that first week, we love the buzz of the first week. But when you start getting into like week two, sometimes it might be week three for people, reality sets in where it's like, oh, okay, well, I've got to keep doing these things now. It's not but just a novelty like week one. Yeah, but I don't really feel like doing them anymore. And to put it bluntly, that is reality. And you are going to probably spend more weeks of your life feeling like that than you are motivated. We all get these sudden bursts of motivation and energy and love for things every now and then. But most of the time, you can't be bothered. But you have to think, I've got a goal. We're telling you this is what it's going to take to achieve that goal. And so and like- you've got to do those things regardless of how you feel not feeling motivated and and pinning your ability to do something on needing like your motivation mindset you're only holding yourself back and just to even be more blunt and I don't want this to sound horrible but unfortunately that's why you're in the position that you're in is because that's the mindset that you've always been in if like I haven't got motivation I'm not going to do it or I'm just going to drop off for three days but Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, four days, three days, you know, however long people drop off for, normally it's from Friday. That's like a massive chunk of your week. Mm -hmm. So if you're only doing half the work, you can only expect to get half the results. So dropping off when Friday comes definitely needs to be a mindset change. Um, But I've just been thinking about it and I don't know why this is coming to my head, but I feel like it's like anything. So if you've ever been on holiday for two weeks... Mm. and your first week you're like it's great love this yeah. and I'm all chilled and then as you start to get to like week two and it's 10 days and then you're getting a bit bored and you think oh what? not that I want to go home but I think ready I'm, for I'm your ready routine. for home yeah, yeah I'm ready for routine I'm ready for home it's like anything you're all excited the first week or so yeah. and then that sort of like yeah. that energy yeah. sort of goes like when you mean? have a new car and you like oh, yeah. keep it clean and like it, it smells dead nice and then after like a month or two it's like Probably filthy yeah. yeah but it just shows it literally is like anything that new yeah. spark is always going to come but you're not always going to have that and like Chloe said you need to get used to the fact that there's going to be more weeks and more days that you can't be asked and you can't be bothered but you need to learn discipline and if you don't learn discipline you're going to find yourself stuck in the same position forever yeah and do you know what the mad thing is as well is like you don't even need to be perfect yeah so and and this is the bit that I think comes hand in hand the same people who say well I'm just not motivated I'm just not feeling like like doing it are the same people who feel that you need to be 100% with everything all of the time to get results and you really really don't so on the days that you can't be bothered just go and do the bare minimum yeah go and get your steps in 
drink your water, like stay close to like within your calories, go over a little bit because you can still go over your calories and still lose weight. It just means it is happening at a bit slower of a rate. Go and get your workout done. To just tick that those habits that we set on the app are there for a reason. And if you can go in and do those things most of the time, you will get to where you want to be. But then most of the time can't be, will it drop off every Friday and then just bring it back on a Monday? That's not most of the time. Like that's a, a huge chunk of your week mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, there was actually something I was going to say. Oh yeah, where Chloe was saying about not being perfect. That's exactly why we set range targets. What I've just been talking about saying like, you know, for your steps, seven to 10K. For some people it's like eight to 12K because they, they can do more naturally. For some people it might be five to 7K because they naturally do less. <laughs> but we do it on targets that work for you everybody thinks that it's just seven to ten k and it's not it depends on the individual and what we set them so that non-negotiable goal is there for a reason if you were to just get your non-negotiable goal all the time you would get fantastic results the optimal goal is there because you'll get even better results and that's what you need to think of if you want results you need to be doing the non-negotiables every single day i'd say they they, they're like the non-negotiable like they should be done and they should be you know that's something that you work on with no question and that's not even in terms of just the way that your body looks either Mm. like by the way this is in terms of like health and looking after your body and you know your body is the only place that you've got to live so you really should be taking care of it and the reason that we want you to get steps is not just because it aids fat loss is because it quite literally is keeping all the organs in your body your your bones your your joints everything your heart your lungs it's looking after you and even your mindset though yeah. like I'll, you know obviously we don't expect people to be going out in the pouring down rain but if you can get out and get a walk in the fresh air I swear to god it makes you feel better like if you've ever been in a bad mood and gone for a walk you come back feeling a hundred times better yeah. you feel refreshed don't you yeah. like your mind is clear so if you can get out in the fresh air please do obviously don't expect you to go out with lashing down but if you can, even if it's only 15 minutes, five minutes outside walking around mm-hmm. the block, I guarantee, as well as it being good for your physical health, it's good for your mental health as well. Yeah. Do you want to do Nicola? Yeah. So Nicola just says, um, her biggest struggle this week, my water intake has been harder to hit with it getting colder. I don't put my water in the fridge as I hate it cold, but even with it not being in the fridge, it's so cold, it's less appealing to me. So need to make sure I'm keeping my water high. I was gonna say put it on the pizza, <laughs> especially as I notice fully it I notice it fully in my skin, tiredness, alertness, etc. If I don't drink my usual two to three liters. It's mad this because I don't really like um, womb temperature womb temperature <laughs> room temperature water I prefer cold water I prefer yeah, yeah I love like that's a little bit chilly now I used to love <laughs> in like all my teenage years when I'd go out and I'd come home drunk turning the tap on Please and like letting the things in cold water like in my mouth okay down the sides of my face it was like my favorite thing that's just made me laugh because Michael's mum's cat drinks out the tap <laughs> like that <laughs> you put the pump on yeah. you let the tap drip and he goes yeah, if anyone's watching this on a video he goes I do my climb on the kitchen counter I'm <laughs> I was going do you, do you know what I never used to do when I was younger I was I was coming drunk and me and my sister had a telly and like a DVD playing in the room oh. and it always had Find a Nemo and I'd always put Find a Nemo on drunk in the bed <laughs> I like fall asleep to Find a Nemo that was like that was me film um, but in all honesty, I don't really have much of an advice um in terms of what having the water 
like room temperature because obviously it is colder yeah. so if you're out I mean if your heating's on it's probably going to be warmer but the minute you take it out in the car or anywhere else it's going to cool down yeah but that might just be a case of like suck it up I know that's really yeah. bad advice but the only other thing I could think of doing this might be a bit extra but you know when like I know this sounds horrible now, right? But you know, if you've ever had trap winds and they say to you, drink boiled water, and it definitely does help. Oh. Um, but boil cool water. Right. So you could always like boil some water, and let it cool it in you. like a flask, yeah. you know, like put it in a it like a mm-hmm. flask if it stays like that temperature rather than it being um like going cold. I'm trying to think if there's like a tea, like a tea cozy type thing that I could get for like a wall like a wall. I'll bottle. I'll see if I can get you on if someone can knit one like a, a water bottle um warmer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we've got a lot of things about sort of about mindset and like the things that people are struggling with to do with the mindset. So Lauren has said, Lauren Lloyd, found it hard to fit in my second workout with going away and being on night shifts that this week with Sleeping an average of three to four hours maximum a day, I found it harder to to be motivated. I don't even think it's motivation. I think for Lauren, it's probably just being tired. And I do feel sorry for people who do night shifts because three to four hours sleep, you know, is not enough, really. But it's actually bizarre that it's like that yeah, that's even a you thing. Can even, yeah. Yeah. That you could be put into work with shifts like that and only be able to get so such little sleep because you can't perform optimally no. like I know when I'm like if I've had like one hour less sleep never oh, mind only getting three to four hours so you do amazing to just do what to do what you're doing to be honest Lauren yeah honestly and you've got you went away as well so like it may you know if you say you've gone away on like Thursday or Friday it's only four days there and then if you're feeling tired so for the fact that you've even just got one in be proud of yourself for that and then this week if you're not on nights you know, try and get that two in and possibly even get three, but don't put the pressure on yourself. Like use your, you know, non-negotiable might be one for you, Lauren. Um, and then your optimal is two. Yeah. You know what I mean? That might look different week to week, depending mm-hmm. on what working pattern you're on. And I would just say if you are only getting three to four hours sleep a night, in instead of a workout, you know, you might have even benefited more from like going and getting, I mean, obviously get your one non-negotiable one in, but if you're only getting three to four hours sleep a night, I can guarantee that you would feel better going and getting an extra hour's sleep than getting the workout done because yeah, yeah. the knock-on effect of being tired and the effect that that has on like your decision-making in terms of food and things like that is going to be huge. So, yeah, try and... Be better for the sleep. Yeah, yeah focus on your sleep. So, Laura Sanders has said everything. So, I had really good intentions to sort myself out this week but feel like it's just it just hasn't happened I've been good with my steps but been putting off my workouts every day struggling to shift this mood that I've got in but I know I need to just get back into the gym feeling unwell today too worried that this is going to affect me for the week ahead but hoping to just do one thing at a time take one day at a time sorry so what I'd say here oh sorry she's also said I think she said, yeah, this is it. Go on, do you want to read that? Yeah, so she's also said later on in, in the form when we talk about training and how your training's gone, um, not good, walked every day, but only done one workout on the app um, and also went to class, not feeling the be- in the best headspace and feel like it's affecting my confidence to go back to the gym, even though I know I'll be fine once I go back and start to be consistent again. I just wanted to make sure that that point was read out because yeah. in terms of your confidence being knocked and not feeling like it's there, the longer 
longer you put that off, the, the bigger harder. that that's going to feel. So you need to, as soon as you can at your next opportunity, Laura, to go to the gym, go and get it done because you're going to build it question up. it. Yeah. yeah. You're going to build it up in your head. Don't even question it. Just ask yourself, I think this is where this really comes in really well. What would the Laura I want to be do? Who would, you know, what would she do in this situation? She'd go to the She'd gym. go to the gym. And Laura, you told me the other week how good you were feeling, how you could see your body shape change and how, like, how confident you were feeling. Bottle that feeling up that you had the other week and take it to that gym with you. And I guarantee you will message us and say, I feel great. So please, if I can ask you to do one thing, is just pluck up the courage, get your gym stuff on and get back in that gym. And the fact that you're saying that you're not feeling a great headspace, the knock-on effect of doing a workout and getting in that gym will literally help the way that you're feeling as well. It like has that knock-on effect because you'll release endorphins, your confidence will start to come back, you'll be back into the gym. Like You have to just, it's like ripping off a plaster, you've got to just do it. Just go. Oh, see, I could never do that. I'd always be that person that would be pulling it like really slow, like peeling me skin. But that's what she's doing at the minute. (laughs) She's like pulling it really slow, like, oh, should I go or not? Just just rip the plaster off, get to that gym, and you will start to feel better. And in terms of like having a bit of a mood that you feel like you can't shift, I would say, is it the time of year? Is it the weather? Is it because it's cold, it's miserable, it's dark, it's rainy, Christmas is coming up and it's a bit stressful, maybe trying to figure out all your presents and things like that? Or is it something else? Like maybe if you don't already, Laura, try some journaling and try and dig to the bottom of what that is. Because maybe it is just like we all have days where we just feel shit and it could just be one of them. But if it's not, it might be worth trying to find out what that is because yeah. then you could fix that problem also. I also want to just point out though and say very well done that she's still, she got one workout in. Yes. And amazing. she's still been focused on her steps. So that's amazing. But if you know that you've got this little thing of like, I want to get back to the gym, then just go. Honestly, you'll feel better for doing it. Um, Sue said exercise. It's been a busy week with one thing and another, and the weekends has been full on. And do you know what? Like we've just said, some weeks it might be like that where you know you can't get your workouts in or whatever. But we have to remind you all the time that your work, your total daily energy expenditure. There's only the most of it taken up is BMR, so your basal metabolic rate. Exercise only takes up five percent. If that of like your total daily calories burned what takes up more is your need so your daily movement so as long as you're still getting your steps in for the week then don't worry if you can't get your exercise in that week just try again this week but she's also said not fully haven't exercised at all i can't get my head around home exercise i don't enjoy it but i know it's important i know where i'm going wrong and i need to stop making excuses so I fully get this. I don't love home workouts. I really don't. I think they work for some people and they're great for some people and we obviously program them, but it's not something that I love. But I know if I can't get to the gym and I know I want to move my body, I have to do a, a home workout. It takes me a little bit longer to try and get my head around it and get myself into it. But once I've done it, I always feel great. And I'm like, Adam, made up that I've done that workout. So I think you've just got to bite the bullet. Like we've just been saying to Laura about going to the gym. The same thing, Sue, is just just do it just do it and you will feel better after it like you never ever regret a workout and even if you don't need done like 10 minutes or 15 minutes or something like doing something is better than nothing and like you've said you need to stop making excuses stop putting barriers in your way because you know that doing the exercise will make you feel better yeah in terms of fat loss and that being being a goal you don't have to exercise to lose weight yeah. and we make this clear 
like Amelia's just said, it comes from your most of your energy burns is just you being alive. So your basal metabolic rate is if you were to lie on that couch all day and not move, you would burn most of your calories anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't tell anyone what this is exactly, but it'll it's be about seventy yeah. percent of your daily calories. So burning. like fifteen hundred maybe ish could be more if you're if you're in a bigger body. So it yeah. is quite it's a lot of calories. So then we want you to get your steps in. So if you're getting your steps in and you are moving, that is where you're going to have like the most control in terms of burning extra energy, which is why we want you to move more throughout the day. We don't want you to just go and get your steps in in the morning and then go and sit on your bum all day. We want you to be moving more throughout the day. Um, But in terms of losing weight, you want to be looking at your food. So as long as you are hitting your steps and getting your um, and sorting your nutrition out, doing your best with that, eating your protein. You don't need the workouts. So we want you to do workouts because there are so many more health benefits that come from it. And also, if you want to look toned, then yes, you do need to be lifting yeah, weights. change your body shape. If you want to change your body shape, you will need to be lifting weights because once you've lost the body fat that you want to lose, you need to have some muscle under there to, to basically poke through. Otherwise, you're not going to look toned. You'll only ever look skinny. In terms of home workouts, I feel the same. Like mm. I don't necessarily enjoy them. It just gives me lots of vibes. It does, but mm. but what you've got to think is everybody's different and everybody's life commitments and, and what they've got to do in a day is different. And so if you can't get yourself to the gym, then home workouts are your only option. Mm. So your choices to either suck it up and give it a go, you know you don't really like them, but in 45 minutes time, it's going to be done with and you've done it or don't do them, but then you're not going to get to where you want to be. You're constantly going to have this thing, like, nagging, like, oh, you need to do a workout, you need to do a workout. So the only way to, to get that gone and to stop feeling like you're making excuses is just just do the workout. Even if you were able to do one a week, it's better than what you're doing at the moment of doing none. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it would be a million times better. And just trying to remind yourself as well of even in, not in terms of what your body looks like, but the health benefits of mm. exercise is they just you know you there's nothing i think it's something like it's one of the best like anti-aging it makes you live longer mm. it, honestly really if we could write a big long long yeah. list of things i don't even know where to begin because it literally benefits every organ every joint bone everything even your, in your mental body, health your mental health and when you've been for a long time without doing it, it's easy to kind of forget what it's like to exercise because it's not part of your life anymore. But once you introduce it again, and if it is one workout a week, then so be it. It's one workout a week in a year. That's 52 workouts. Now you tell me that that hasn't had a positive impact on your health because it definitely will. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so Laura Fjorten has said, went away for a few days and struggled to get back on track, having a fresh start this week. It can be hard to get back on track after the holiday, but you've got to remind yourself you're going to have to get back on track at some point. So even if it took you a day or two, you know, to get back to it, then that's fine. But don't let like one holiday of a few days away turn into a week, a week, two weeks, three weeks, because the longer you leave it, like we've just been saying to Laura before about going to the gym, the longer you leave anything, the harder it's going to be to try and get yourself back on track. So the best thing to do is just do it. Just don't even think about it. And don't worry about being perfect. Like we keep saying, just just try and just do what you can. Because even tracking one meal is better than you're not doing anything. Doing a 10-minute workout is better than you're doing nothing. Going for a 15-minute walk is better than you're doing nothing. 
Yeah, getting back to it as soon as you can is always your best bet. I don't even know whether this is a good analogy or not, but you know, if like your kids missed a day of school mm-hmm. and then missed another day of school, you wouldn't be like, oh, well, there's no point going back yeah, to school. Well, but you may as well just stay off now. Like you wouldn't, if even if they went in on the last day of the week, there'd still be like You'd five still, lessons yeah. and they'd still benefit more from going in on that that last day than, than they would from just going off. So it may as well leave it till next week. So the sooner you can just get back to what it is you're meant to be doing the better yeah definitely and then rosie said i'm struggling a lot with mood probably weather and darkness not helping and because of this overall staying on top of fitness goals has been really hard i've not been great with tracking all habits so again this is why i've you know we we decided and i put it into the group about getting your habits in this week because we know that this happens this time of year but you can't use it as an excuse if you've got goals and you want to achieve something if you give up or not even give up but you slack around this time of year you're never going to get to where you want to be it's the people who carry on over this time of year and like we keep saying you don't have to be perfect doing the you know the minimum doing your non-negotiable goals you don't have to be getting the optimal goals getting one workout in a week is better than doing nothing at all just trying your best to do what you can but if you just don't do anything at all you're not tracking you're not hitting your habits you're not going to the gym then you can't expect to get the results that you want and you've got to remember that so you've got to ask yourself what's more important to me right now like is is it the fact that you know I really want to change and I want to make a difference and I want to go into next year feeling good well then if that's important to you then you need to understand why you want to do that and then whenever you're feeling like that Rosie you you go back to your why am I doing this what's the why is it important for me to do this and then it'll make you start doing the things that you know that you should be doing the thing is as well reading on another question there when we ask about how your training's done um, Gavin Rosie has said good enjoying the gym but I am requiring more encouragement to get there but you're enjoying it so yeah. and and you're actually getting yourself there and you're managing to do it and I know it might be a struggle and you need a little bit more like talking to you need a little bit more encouragement from people like good make sure you're always dipping into the group because if you're saying you're struggling to get there I can guarantee that somebody else has been struggling to get there that day and sometimes it is a struggle to get there and we don't have a cure for that but you enjoy the workouts when you get there like you've said in the check and form yourself like you enjoy them so use that as like okay well I feel like going but I know I actually have a good time when I'm there yeah yeah and honestly like Chloe just said if you put that in the group Rosie for instance and says girls I need to go and do my workout but I'm really not feeling it can't be asked I'm not in the mood I can guarantee that another one of the girls will go do you know what I've just been in the field great for going so they'll big it up because I've seen it happen before they'll be like go on go because I've just been and then you'll go also make a playlist of all the songs that you love this is what helps me I blast a playlist in the car people must be like that at the lights what the fuck (laughs) but I swear to god listening to music for me proper pumps me up and makes me go right right I'm gonna do this now Mm -hmm. and I feel shit but then as I get the music on, I'm driving to the gym and, you know, maybe having a bit of an energy drink or whatever it is that I feel like I need at that time. And then once I get there, I'm like, right, okay, do it. And then I come out and I'm like, oh, I feel great now. I'm just laughing to myself because I've been enjoying seeing everyone's Spotify. Um, oh, like, yeah, like yeah. The, the year thing and it rounds yeah. everything up. And Man, look like a boys. <laughs> well, me and Richard were comparing ours and, like, we'd both, like, spent however many minutes listening to music that year um and then Richard had listened to something like 
58 different genres or whatever oh, yeah. it is. And Mam was fat. Yeah, I don't exactly. listen to fat. Yeah, and, and then Mam like, was quite a lot. And the total of song, total number of different songs, Richard had listened to like loads of songs and I'd listened to like the same 300 songs on the beat. <laughs> I was just like, I am actually a creature of habit. Yeah. I have the same breakfast every day, I listen to the same yeah. music every day. We were laughing because Mam was like, it looked like a lad's playlist. It was like <laughs> Jay Huss at the top, Dave. <laughs> Drake. Um, it was all like it was like a proper boys playlist, but that's just the music that I like. I like um, my emo music from my teenage years. Oh yeah, you yeah, do. I do yeah. love it. Um, little win here from Lauren. So I feel my diet has gone well. I've tracked the days before going away accurately and hit both my calorie and protein goal. I could have estimated calories for the days I've been away, but I've been taking time to just be present and enjoy what. I was having before getting back into routine Monday, Tuesday. So I think that's amazing. And that's like a really good approach to take. Like, do you know what? I'm going to be spot on right before I go away. And then when I'm away, I'm going to be present. I'm going to enjoy myself. And then when I get back, I'm going to get back on track. And that's exactly what we asked for, isn't it? Like, yeah, that, that's the perfect way to do it. I think you find as well, when you're being present, it makes you realise, I know we've spoken about this earlier, but it makes you realise what you're there for and you're yeah. there to spend time with family and friends. And yeah, okay, you are enjoying the food and you're enjoying the drink, but that's not really why you're there. Like, you don't sit there staring at your food, being present, like, with, with your meal. Yeah, you're being yeah. present, like, with, with the people. Well, she went with her husband. Yeah, so just, yeah. And they've got two kids as well. So, like, having that time and being present and not being on your phone and not worrying about what food you're eating and stuff like that and just actually enjoying because their memories will last forever. Mm-hmm. Um, few of the girls getting PBs as well, so celebrating that. So Lanry said the training's gone really well and she's hitting PBs where she can, which is amazing. And also Lydia said the same, getting three workouts in and hitting PBs where she can just when we're asking about training. Yeah, I just want to point out as well to everybody listening because I know there are some people at the moment struggling to get the workouts in. The time of year we're struggling for motivation. Like you've said, you just have to suck it up and you have to get it done. There's no other other way around it. Um, but like Lydia earlier on in a check and I said that she's struggle struggling with nutrition at the moment, but then is absolutely fine with with the training and she's flying with that. So I just want that to be an example to people that we all struggle with the same things at different, different times, at different yeah. points throughout the year. Yeah. So do you want to read what Olivia said there? Yeah. So one of our questions we ask is, how do you feel your progress is going? Olivia has said, falling into bad habits. I do need to be more strict with my tracking as that's when I felt the best and was seeing the best results. I am noticing my tummy getting smaller and glutes getting bigger, but need to focus on the two weeks before my period period as my hunger drives up astronomically. What a what word. Words of the day, Olivia. Um, can I just say, round your period, you know when you do start to feel hungry, so for me, it's that week before my period, I start to get cravings. You can increase your calories by two to 300 because you would still be in a deficit because generally we will give people around a 500 calorie deficit. So even increasing your calories for that week by two to 300, you're still in a 200 calorie deficit at the least. 300 calorie deficit if you have 200. And so you're still in the calorie deficit. You might just lose weight a little bit slower. But if you were to do that, you're still staying on track better than just going off the rails and eating like full share bars of chocolate every single day and what have you. So being more controlled about it and allowing yourself some things that you enjoy to manage your hunger. um, You can do that for, say, that week just before your period. 
And if you do that, you're actually working with yourself rather than against yourself. Yeah. So rather than being like, oh my God, I'm so much more hungry. Like obviously, live you so feel like not gonna try yeah, like a hunger being dra- driving up astronomically. Astronomically is a big amount. So obviously you do experience this, like not everybody does experience that. So I would say to Olivia, increase by 300. Yeah. But that being said, make sure you are still hitting protein. Make sure you're still getting your fruits and your veg in there. Make sure your fibres are open. Everything is where it needs to be. And then for whatever craving it is that you've got, if it is chocolate, allow yourself to have it and have what you want. Don't be having like the the skinny bars and all yeah, these yeah. low calorie ones that you don't really want. Have what you really want. Um, and if you don't feel like the extra calories on one day, but you do the next, then that's fine as well. Because obviously you do have to accept that your progress will be a little bit slower if you're going to do this for one week out of every four. But like Mill said, if that's going to make you stick to it long term, then that is way better for you than you trying to fight this extra hunger that you've got and then get a few days into that and then just end up overeating because you're yeah. fighting it and fighting it and fighting it. Like a little bit of hunger when you're dieting is normal. It's it bound to happen because you're giving your body less energy than what it needs. That's where your body then taps into your stored fat, which we stored energy, which is your body fat, and uses that. That's how it works. But we don't want anyone to feel like ravenous, starving. But you still need to make sure that you are hitting things like protein and that because otherwise you're still going to feel hungry yeah. anyway. Even if your results were slower doing what we've just said for that week, it's only one week out of the month, your results might be a little bit slower for that week, but you are going to get better results by doing that than you are completely going off the rails for one or two weeks because you do on your periods. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Lamia said, happy with my progress so far. Christmas is a hard time of year, but I've never felt this good during this so thanks girl during this time so thanks girls you are very welcome lan and you have done absolutely amazing we are very proud of you um i love the way lanry has come from like the low calorie diet and yeah and she's really flipped her mindset in the time that we've worked with her so yeah well done lauren loiza said i still feel really positive as the main reason i joined back for the countdown was to find balance over the christmas period which i feel like i'm doing so well done lauren yeah well done Laura said, good overall, feel like I'm really seeing the difference in my body, which is good. So I want to remind you of that, Laura, so that you get back in that gym. Yeah. Because that will carry on if you carry on getting back into the gym. Because for you, it is the difference in your body composition that you are wanting to see, as well as it making you feel good as well. Yeah. Sue has said, overall, I am happy with the way things are going. I'm starting to see a shift in my mindset, as in I'm becoming... As no, ignore me. As in, I become very lazy, but I'm walking when normally I'd take the car with and things like that. The big difference is I want to when normally I can't be bothered. I am struggling with home exercises. Oh, we've covered that a little bit, but yeah, yeah. but the mindset shift. So basically, she said, still going to make that change next week. Yeah, so we'll um, we'll hold you to that. So yeah. we'll want to know what you've done. But the mindset shifts are huge, and I think people really do. Not what's not underestimate. Basically, you don't realize how important these mindset yeah, shifts yeah, yeah. are. Like a lot of people see the mindset things as like silly little like woo-woo things, but everything starts from your mindset. If you are feeling good about yourself, if you are making positive changes to the way that you are viewing things, 
that is where like the real successes are going to add up and where you are going to get yourself to a place that you're going to be happy with and then stay there. Yeah. Trying to do Helen. Um, Helen said, this week I'm having a me week and just saying no to things I don't want to do. I feel like I'm running myself into the ground at the minute. I'm always agreeing to work late every night when I don't want to stay and then I'm getting asked to do things socially that I don't want to, but saying yes and then not wanting to be the person who cancels last minute. I'm just saying no to everything this week. I absolutely love this. Mm. And only from like personal experience, I used to do the same thing. thing. I would spread myself so, so, so thin. And then it all boils up to a point that like there's literally nothing left of you to give. And you're saying you feel like you're spreading yourself thin, running yourself into the ground. And you've only got whatever way you want to look at it you have your energy is a finite resource and if you're giving it to everybody else and leaving nothing for yourself then there's no wonder that you're, you're not gonna hit it out yeah and so learning to say no like obviously we want people to say yes to things where it's like what new opportunities yeah. and, and like things that you'd maybe be scared to say no to we want you to say yes to doing them but in terms of protecting your own energy and looking after yourself saying no is really important it's powerful and it's setting boundaries and if you don't want to go Helen don't Don't go go. I've just been thinking as you were reading that like at the end of the day this is your life and you only get one life and I know that sounds like dead oh but literally this is your life and you need to start living it the way you want to live it if you don't want to work late don't work late if you don't want to go out with people because you're like I'd rather be sitting in bed then start doing that because honestly you are gonna live a miserable life if you just keep saying yes to things that you don't want to do you need this is a me week it needs to be a me rest of your life Helen because honestly I've done the same doing things going places with people that I don't want to be around and it just makes you miserable Mm -hmm. it really does even like you know in work doing things that you know you don't want to do stand up and say no I don't want to work late I'm sorry I can't work late and they'll I can guarantee they'll find someone else to do it because it shouldn't be on you do you know what I mean um so yeah that was my little input on that (laughs) I got really like deep on that but I just hate when I see people doing things that they don't want to do and I just think no this is your life like you shouldn't have to do that um Nicola said I'm feeling positive and happy um which is absolutely amazing and then just the last final thing that we want to go through. So Emma Pavola said, I feel like I've had a great first week and then maybe I've been a bit cocky this week and thought I could get away with not tracking and it doesn't work for me. I need to be accountable. Just disappointed in myself, but I can only change that now. So with tracking, it's there for a tool to help you. And if you're not where you want to be because you've only just started, like, yeah, you may have done it in the past, but forget all of that. You are where you are now. If you've only done it for a week, that is not enough time to not track the likes of people who have been on the programme since the start or, you know, good six, seven, eight months. They are the people that probably don't need to track as much anymore because they've got more knowledge, but only doing it for a week and then not tracking it, it it doesn't work. You need to, like you've said, um, you need to make sure you're keeping yourself accountable. You remember you're doing it as a, a thing to learn. So it's not like you wouldn't go and do, I know we always talk about driving, but you wouldn't go and do driving lessons for a week and then go, right, I'm ready for my test. Think of it like that. And you can't like drop off for a certain amount of days and start not tracking because that's got you so far. That's what, you know, where you are now. You need to be doing the things that we ask you to do to get the results because we know we've worked with that many women now, hundreds of women helping them. These are the things that work. So it's like you can't 
do something and then go, oh, well, I'm just not going to do that. Do you know what I mean? This isn't to say that you're going to have to track forever. Like at at some point you will be absolutely fine not tracking and you might just do what we do, which is occasionally dip in and out Mm -hmm. if if you want to just see where you're at or if we were having like a little track things a little bit more because we're going on holiday and wanting to put pounds off or something. But you do need to learn as much as you can. And so you need to be tracking everything as best as you can to the best of your ability for a, a good chunk of time put all the groundwork in now, take it all in, pay attention to things. So like when you are weighing out like your chicken breast and it says 200 grams, get used to what that looks like. Yeah, yeah, get used to what that looks like. So then when you go out for meals and your meal comes, you can be like, yeah, I reckon that's about 200, mm. 200 grams rather than having like no idea like what's in things. Don't just track and don't look like when I used to track at the start, like when I very, very first started, I'd just track and I'd let my fitness pal do the work. But then I started to realise actually need to be looking at these things yeah. like how many you know grams of protein is in this how many calories is in that that's that many grams and the more you start looking at it and reading it as you're putting it in it starts to sink in and then that's when you get to a point where you don't need to track as much or yeah. if at all anymore not not just yet yeah I want everyone as well to understand and it can be difficult when you've come from a background of really low calories or overtraining or everyone's got their own story of of you've done fad diets and things like that it can be hard to listen to what we're saying and actually do what we're saying a lot of women will give them their calorie targets and they're like oh my god that's so much food and and they're scared to eat that much but please, please, please trust us. You've come to the program for our help and we wouldn't be asking you to do something if we didn't know it worked. Mm. We we wouldn't. It wouldn't look good for us and we don't want that. We want to help you be able to get to where you want to be in the healthiest, most realistic, sustainable way that's going to make you feel good. And so sometimes that's going to mean doing things where you may feel like you know better, but we're the professionals in this in this area you're a professional in what you in what you do in your life but we know this inside out and we know what works and so please 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 take on board what we're saying and go away and and apply it yeah and we're not saying that it's easy to apply it you know there are going to be times that it's hard that's why we do these check-ins to talk through people's struggles and to give you a you know the best advice that we can so that you can go away and implement it but we can't do it for you as much as I wish I could do it for everybody but we can't unfortunately so you've got to take the advice and you've got to go away and do it but realize you're gonna make mistakes along the way you're gonna have shit weeks you're gonna have shit days but it's not that that counts it's the reaction and the way that you deal with it and the the keeping going and the never ever giving up is what gets people the results over time and like when you were talking about that then saying you know the low calories and coming from that side of it and struggling at the first thing the first person that came to me had was Laura Sanders because mm. she come from low calories and she when I first spoke to her she was like yeah I always just feel best when I'm like I think it was like 8.4 eight stone four or something like that and I was just trying to talk to her and be like okay took on board what she said but now she's made such a change and I know she said she's struggling with the gym but like apart from that she's made like amazing changes and she got used to eating the extra calories and having the extra protein and it's really worked for her um so you've got to just take on board and have that sort of growth mindset rather than like you said having that sort of closed off mindset of like oh well 
I know that you're telling me that, but I'm not going to do that. Like it, you need to, you need to listen and then just move forward with that. Yeah. And we're open and honest. Like we've been completely honest about everything. And we do know that this works. And Mill was honest and said that she didn't go to the gym on Wednesday because yeah. she couldn't be bothered. And I was open and honest that I had a packet of biscuits for me breakfast. But like one we're night, human. like we're human and it does yeah. happen and we're not perfect. And we're not asking you to be. But please do your best to whatever advice we have given you, whether it's general or whether it's been specifically to you, go away and do it. And then if you are struggling with it, come and tell us because we want to help. Yeah. And not just to like toot our own horns or anything, but like this is why I think we are approachable and we're empathetic and we understand and what makes us really good coaches because we do have days like all of you we still have our own struggles and we talk about it open and honestly and we don't make out like we live this perfect life and we smash the gym and we're constantly eating enough protein like there's many coaches out there that chat shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) just to put it bluntly and they make out like they're this perfect person who does everything right and it's it's bollocks like nobody is perfect and I think you need to understand that from like a you point of view as well. Like you're never going to be perfect, but it's just the result of what you do most of the time and try and be your best self as much as you can. Um, but yeah, like Chloe said, if you're struggling and you really need our help or like Emma, where she said, you know, I thought maybe I just don't track. If that's what you thought, come and speak to us because instead of just doing it, and then not tracking for a week when actually you could have come and spoke to us and said, look, I'm thinking I'm not tracking for a week. Do you think that's a good idea or do you reckon I should still carry on? We would have said to you, carry on and you probably would have got better results this week. Mm-hmm. 